Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's doing well. This is America Unplugged. Greetings and blessings. What's up? What's up? My name is Billy Ray Valentine from the Bronx, New York City, and I'm here with the usual suspects and uh, shits hit the fan, apparently. Uh, Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. What's going on? What's well, good to see you and, and Don this morning, Billy, and uh, I've got my hoodie on, so I'm qualified for the United States Senate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe we can make you speaker of the house, right? It doesn't need to be anyone that's that that's that's a member of of. Uh, I have to wear shorts to be speaker. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my 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 vote, my nomination for speaker. Uh, the legendary Don Jeffries is here. Yeah. That'd be dope. If Don was like the speaker of the house, I'd ask if I could sit in the back. Like, hey, Don, can I sit in the back? They can't say anything like you're the, you're the house. Let me do it. What's up, Don? Yeah, my first act would be to read uh Huey Long's barbecue speech into the record. Oh my god. <laughs> Try to do it in his voice too. Uh yeah, no, that, that, that would be uh there you go. People said I was disinfo, I don't know. But uh yeah, we we need we need something, but maybe it'll be Trump. You know, maybe I was wrong about Trump being elected from prison. Uh, maybe he's gonna be the speaker of the I don't know. Can you be speaker of the house from prison? Maybe they can do that. So It'll be cool. See, speaker of the big house instead of speaker of the house. Yeah. I'll, I'll just rename it. But uh, yeah, interesting that, times. Oh, <laughs> that, that speaker of the big house. Don't don't steal that. We're gonna we're gonna make a shirt out of that. Speaker of the big house, Mr. Donald Trump. That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, man. Um, we'll talk a little bit about about um about uh, uh Mr. McCarthy being being uh being dumped out of his position, you know, um, first time ever in the history of the United States that that's ever happened. You know, we'll, we'll yeah. talk a little bit about, about that and the implications of it. And, you know, the alternative media, you know, you guys, you know, you know how you do not, not anybody that's listening to America unplugged right now. Cause, uh, you, you guys get it, but you know, the other people, those guys, um, screaming Trump for speaker of the house, you know, and, uh, reviving the Q narrative talk about the revival of conspiracy theories that were put to put to bed not necessarily put to bed but they were a little bit like forgotten about or, or not talked about as often with Marina Abramovich popping up and the Podestas popping up out of nowhere and now here we go Trump is going to be the speaker of the house all of this uh gearing up for election season it's going to be interesting but Woke up this morning and uh, Israel was attacked, right? That's the, that's the headline that is used throughout the mainstream. Like, this is unprovoked, right? Like, this is just came out of the freaking blue, right? Israel was attacked. And I'm like, okay, let's see what's going on here. And uh, it's not good, you know, for, for anyone. For both parties involved, there's a lot of, a lot of civilians that are dying Israel just bombed a, a, a Indonesian uh, hospital. 
it happens, right? And and I, I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but but um, uh, a lot of the civilians are 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 suffering here. There's a, at least 100 Israelis dead and 200 Palestinians dead. Hamas has uh, has unprovokedly and and uh, and without cause attacked Israel. Go figure. Just like uh, Russia invaded Ukraine for no reason, right? Because these things, there's no history there. It just kind of happens. People wake up and like, let me go do this stuff, you know. Um, and and I hate the way it's painted in the mainstream because it's deceptive, and it, and it gives. Well, that's what they want, right? They want to give the 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 perception of of favoring the side that they think is in the right, whatever you're listening to here. But anyway. All right, Tone, what are you thinking? Uh, This went down today. It's going down right now. This has been going on for a long, long time. It's far from unprovoked. It's far from like Hamas uh, just just got up one day and said, let's attack Israel and see what develops. You understand? Anyway, go ahead, buddy. Well, when all else fails, they take you to war. I mean, as Don was saying uh, off air, he's like, oh, I guess we, we had wondered where they had all went. Uh, the the terrorists, I guess they're back, uh, back, back uh, better than ever, I guess. And um, you know, you look at the history of Israel and the creation of it, uh, and it's it's a known fact that Hamas and uh, the PLO they got their tactics from the Israeli militants uh, back in the early 1940s, uh, bombing uh, British and the hotels and the soldiers and uh, targeting uh, any of the British forces and other uh, other occupying governments to uh, create their own homeland. So mm-hmm. that's something that the uh, Hamas militants and, and took from them. So I would say that this is probably something that's going to escalate a bit. Uh, the danger will be any links or ties to a nation state such as Iran. And maybe that's what you're supposed to see, um, because I think there's there's a you know, the spotlight's been taken off the Middle East a bit. In the last uh, few years, if you've noticed, you know, that we, we haven't talked much about it. And I know right. we were supposed to have this uh, battle of civilizations, this cataclysm uh, between the West and Islam, and it somehow never happened. And new administrations, new policies. Um, if you remember, um, you know, the first uh, world leader to call and congratulate Joe Biden for winning the presidency was Benjamin Netanyahu. Because mm, they're good friends, bro. Very well, yes, and yeah. and Trump had done everything he could uh, to solidify himself as like the number one guy for Israel. He did that yeah. all throughout his presidency, but it didn't really matter at the end of the yeah. day. And it's both parties. I mean, the ruling class in this country, we have an affinity for Israel like nothing else, I and mean, they they're called our our greatest ally when they spy on us and sell mm-hmm. weapons technology and secrets to the Chinese. And you have the USS Liberty, and there's all sorts of questions surrounding that. Uh, I wouldn't call him when I was a troop in in the Middle East. Uh, I never saw an Israeli soldier ever. You know, when I was in Iraq, when I was in Afghanistan, when I was in their territory, I never saw any Israeli soldiers. They don't do that. We do. We we, you know, go over and fight wars that would uh, benefit Israel. Uh, I think that's pretty clear. Uh, You know, you go over and look at um, who benefits when Iraq is destabilized, who benefits when Syria is destabilized, who benefits when Iran is destabilized. You know, you start thinking, oh, well, that's where that's where it leads to. So they have a huge influence on our foreign policy. And I don't know where this, you know, we'll see, keep digging. We don't I don't know enough yet to to really understand what the uh, implications of the attack are going to be. But Benjamin Netanyahu is clearly saying we're at war. Um, and I wouldn't say, look, you know, this is the shoes on the other foot. When we got attacked on 9-11, 
whatever that was when 9-11 happened, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu said it was good for Israel. That's a direct quote. You know, wow. it's good for Israel. And, um, you know, and then he kind of backtracked and said, well, I mean, because of our relationships, right? Well, I don't think this is good for America, so I can go on the record. I think it's awful. It's, I mean, just when innocent people get killed and there's, they're, you know, a collateral damage and a war that's gone back and forth for decades. And I think at the, at the heart of terrorism, when you find sophisticated terrorism, in my opinion, and from my research, it always tracks back to a nation state or a nation actor. Right. Right. And, um, you, it's funny you bring up, uh, Iran, right? Because already, like I was listening, I told you earlier today, tone before we went on air, but I, I've been listening to Steve Bannon all week. You know, and uh, this morning um, he was talking about um, how uh, Biden gave Iran uh, six billion dollars and they've used that money to uh, attack Israel right through Hamas. And 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 so this these are the narratives. It's already being weaponized. People are taking it and using it and molding it for whatever their purposes are. Um, that's what uh, the psychological operation is all about. And uh, and Steve Bannon, who is a master, has jumped on it immediately. And and a lot of the alternative right is saying that um, that, uh, you know, it's Biden's fault, you know, as a result. And and I mean, this is a, a lot of people's fault. Right. It, this is this goes. This this has uh, years and years and years of history behind it. It's nothing. It's nothing new. And I can't even pretend, right, to, to understand everything that's gone down. Uh, I, I know the basics, you know, but um, I, I know enough to know that th this wasn't something that just popped out of the blue, you know. But um, but also it's it's very important to to stay aware of the narratives of the weaponized narratives that the left and the right are using to manipulate your perception of uh, of events like this for their own gain and not necessarily for you as a person or we as a people what's up don yeah i mean this is you know people look at old maps of palestine they existed now they try to claim palestine doesn't even exist it never existed so right. it's the ultimate thing you steal people's land you steal and then you claim they never existed right and uh, so this idea it's israel's never attacked i mean israel never starts anything and they always claim they're defending themselves. So that's what that's what this is here. They're defending themselves. But I mean, I don't know where this will go because this takes it takes the attention away from the Ukraine, which is uh, <clears throat> where our attention has been focused. But Tony's exactly right. Our foreign policy is usually completely revolves around Israel. And uh, it'll be interesting to see the White House has already condemned it. We'll see what Bobby Kennedy says about it. And, uh, you know, but who's who's going to condemn Israel here? Nobody will. And uh, and what it's it's interesting to see Hamas is still around because we thought COVID had destroyed them. So uh, <laughs> it's nice to know we still had the terrorists around because we thought COVID had taken over there. But uh, again, more more nonsense. I don't know what this means, but it, it, once again, it's not good for America. Whatever it is, and Tony's exactly right. Israel's not going to fight. It, it'll be us. Oh, of course, right? Of course, and yeah. and and this brings into focus something else because right, we don't have a speaker of the house, and they were. Um, going back and forth as to how we were going to fund, and by we, I mean the government of the United States, we're going to fund the Ukraine, right? And how, how we're going to continue to give them money because now there's a whole, there's all gridlock and stuff. So something's going to get solved really quickly, right? Because we got to get the money over to, to, to Israel in order to be able to help them defend themselves, you know, from, from Hamas and Hezbollah. <laughs> Hezbollah is now involved. Don has to go. Apparently he'll be he'll be back, <laughs> you know, but but uh, Hezbollah is now involved with with uh, uh, 
Lebanon. Uh, you know, it, it, this is going to be a mess. This isn't going to be good. Uh, Netanyahu said that it's war, you know, and uh, I already got hit up by several of my Christian friends saying that this is the end of the world. <laughs> um, that, that this is the beginning of the end. So, I mean, hey, I mean, oh. it, it, the signs are there at the very least. What's up? Buddy? Let's have some historical perspective. Let us know. What's this, this, this kind of terrorism, it goes on all over the world all the time. Right. I mean, we just, it, the cameras don't get put on it. I mean, look what happens in Yemen. You're talking about a close to a genocide. Gen no, no, not close. It is a genocide every day. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you again, the, the nomenclature is there. Yeah. I think it's open Absolutely. for debate. Right. But, we we don't we have camera we don't have cameras there. This is this is stuff that's happening all the yeah, time all over right. the world. I mean, right. just absolute. I'll we'll go back to 1983. Ronald Reagan had the Marines, and, and this is some in direct response to what was going on in Israel at the time. We had the Marines in in Lebanon, right. in Beirut. It's 200 and was it 243 Marines that were killed in the Beirut bombing 19 right. 1983. Really, it was one I, of the. I, well, again, I'm asking the so. Did, did Ronald Reagan take us to a, into a worldwide cataclysm? Did he take us into a war? <laughs> right. No, he withdrew the troops. And you know, one of the things that Reagan said, it was his last, his last act when he was president, he was going out to see the inauguration of Poppy Bush. When he walked out of the Oval Office, he stopped to the Marine in the doorway and saluted. And he said, my greatest mistake was Lebanon. That's the last, that's the one of his last acts is to tell that Marine that, that he was, that was his greatest mistake. So have some perspective. And always, always horrible. You get, you, you know, there's, there's a, I think a habit, there's a, there's a need when people are attacked to lash out and say, we're going to, you know, take it to the next level. We're going to go to war. I see that. I mean, I'm looking at the attack and it's a really, it's a horrible attack. It's, you know, what is it? Thousands of rockets and other things. Yeah. Again, you're going to find that that's connected to a nation state. That's a, that's a coordinated, there's some connection somewhere <laughs> to a nation state. I would assume yeah. probably Iran, right? But maybe they want you to think that. Right. Maybe that and that maybe that's the point. Uh, I'm always skeptical when I see an attack because I wonder how much of a false flag it is. I wonder, right. you know, who bono, who benefits, you know, sneak attacks, who benefits? Always step back and get sober about it because you can get caught up in the fever. We got to hit this. We got to bomb that. Just, just like 9-11. It's the fog of war. Right. You know, you, you just happens to use a soldier. If you're if you're hit, you automatically want to respond, and, and all rationale goes out the window. But I think we need to step back for a second, just especially when these events happen, and let's do some analysis first. Find out who benefits, right? You know, and then think about the tactic. It's kind of like when in Syria, when people were uh, clamoring to get into Syria, and I was a it was my first year in radio, it was ten years ago. And the radio station in Dallas, all the other hosts were talking about getting into Syria when they had that. And we again, it's been exposed later as a false flag. You know, that oh, uh, uh, he's attacking his own people. He's gassing his own people, you right, know, right. and, and um, Assad. And I thought, no, this can't be right. You know, because he wasn't he wasn't losing the war. That would be a way to lose the war. Right. So, you know, take a take a sober look at anything that it, an attack that happens like this in this fashion and ask yourself, you know, who benefits. At the end or, of the or, day. or right. I'm sorry. So fin finish up. I thought you were done. No, it's just it, again, it's a, it's a it's a sober question you should always ask in the in the fog of war who benefit. Right. And, and a false flag doesn't necessarily have to be that that it's a, a you know, somebody uh, or a nation state attacking themselves or whatever. It, did they let it happen? Right. Did they know it was going to happen and just let it happen? Like, uh, you know, the, the, the intelligence is is uh, is strong over there. 
for for something like this to just go down. I, I I don't believe it anymore. I don't I don't believe that that they're surprise attacks, you know, for foreign Israel or for the United States or anything like that. Like I just it's uh they somebody knew something. They and uh, and they probably let it happen for their own purposes. In my yeah, they're called Lee hops. You yeah. Let it happen and, and, on purpose. Like right. you see, the, you see the the gathering storm and kind of like FDR and Pearl Harbor. It's not like FDR yeah. told the Japanese, you know, wink, wink. I'll see you, to, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. Right. But he knew. Right. Yeah. They just yeah. overwhelming, you know, intelligence. Exactly. Knew and he right. he he didn't know the exact minute, maybe not even per, perhaps the hour, but they knew. Yeah. You know, they they just knew it was coming and they were preparing people for it and there's no and there's there's no threat that the palestinians pose no threat to the you know they they i mean they've killed kids throwing rocks at them before they bulldozed homes that's why i don't know what rfk jr was talking about when he said they never did this they're they're tree and again we'll see what what happens to the left here we'll see what ilhan omar and uh aoc and all these people who pretend to uh the, the squad you know that who pretend to be for the palestinians we'll see what they say here I'm sure. And again, I, I nobody because nobody, you know, it used to be that the PLO and the people like that, they questioned the very, you know, I like going back to COVID. I go back to the very beginning of this here. Why was Israel created where it was created and how it was created? And nobody does that. Yeah, of course, the people that live there have a right to exist like everybody has a right to exist. But you, if they still talk about us stealing land from the Native Americans, what did they do to Palestine? I mean, they just uprooted a country, and at least we never we never tried to pretend that the Indians didn't exist anymore. We threw them on reservations, but I mean, they uh, they claim that there was no Palestine. Really, what are these maps? So you're actually you're not only taking their land, but then you're denying that they ever existed. So this this is a question that I'd like to see more people uh, speak up for. But again, Israel has tremendous power, and you you say that, and you get in trouble. But it's yeah, obvious, yeah. Yeah. So because some would argue that the, Ga the Gaza Strip is a a, cons a reservation, you know. That yeah. Some, yeah. Some some have said it's an open air prison. They they yeah. um, restrict the amount of uh, of water and and food that goes in there. It's it's not the best situation, you know. No. Um, not even close, right? That, that, that's that's an understatement to say the least. Like uh, what's going on over there. And and just like you know, every every people should have a nation, a, a right to exist, you know. And um, a, a two state solution may may never happen, you know. I I don't know if if, if we'll ever come to that, you know. Um, uh, even even a one state solution. I mean, it's it's just I don't I don't see uh, an agreement here. New generations need to take power, not under Benjamin Netanyahu, not not under people of the of that elk will you ever see any type of peace people are referring to the abraham accord that right. was nonsense the palestinians were, weren't even at the table you know when when uh when they struck peace in the middle east supposedly apparently that's not even a thing but they're using yeah. that too they're saying oh look yeah. it's 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 biden's in power that's why it's happening and but the know, Palestinians were never were never invited to the table. What's up, Don? What no, and if you know anything about this area of the world, and I know about Iran, mm -hmm. because uh, the the uh, the uh, my sister married an Iranian. She lived there for many years. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> I've met many Iranians over the years who came and, and visited them, and uh, you know they've all been nice to me. But um, the, the the idea that she used to say, you know, if you saw this country. And you th you think this represents they represent a threat to the United States and what they've used there is a because they really I don't think have caught Iranians in any alleged terrorism they're always saying they're state sponsor of terrorism right. what is, what does that even mean 
state-sponsored terrorism. So uh, for whatever reason, <clears throat> they really want Iran, and they've talked about it a long time. So maybe this is the pretext for that. I don't know what they're doing. But the idea that, that Palestine, which you know, was literally erased off the map, and Iran, which is a, you know, a backwards nation, especially, you know, when they had the Shah there, it was propped up by the CIA. Uh, it was a, you know, a, a well-run place, but he had his secret police out chopping the hands off of thieves and stuff like that. So it was, it was, you know, it was a very authoritarian society, but very Americanized in many ways. But once Khomeini and the religious fundamentalists took over, it's, you know, it's obviously a completely different society for women, but it's, it's not, I, I don't think they have some kind of tremendous military, and I, I don't think they're committing acts of terrorism, even from what, you know, the, the alleged acts of terrorism that they report. It's always they're a state sponsor of terrorism. What does that even mean? I mean, you know, so uh, it's this is the idea that these are dangerous. That's why I, I, you know, look at all the foreign hobgoblins, because we know how many times they've lied about these these things in the past. But uh, it'll be interesting to see whether the focus switches from because they they vested so much financially and uh, in terms of media coverage, propaganda in the in Ukraine, propping up this you know this absurd uh, comedian turned president over there. Uh, so maybe they're just they're tired of that and they're going to move into another theater and they're going to go Middle East. I, I don't know what they're going to do, but it's it's interesting that this pops up at this time. I mean, how is it all linked in too, right? The, the Russians uh, are are allied with Iran in 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 many ways, you yeah. know. So yeah. how is that a thing? What's up, Tony? I see you. Well, I was just thinking about Yalta with FDR and Churchill and Stalin. You know, that's that's in Iran, and that's right. where they met. You know, to decide what the fate of the world and was going to look like in Europe post World War II. And uh, there was a guy near, there named Alger Hiss, by the way. <laughs> later, later had some film found in a pumpkin patch by Richard Nixon and Whitaker Chambers. Um, but I was you know, just thinking about the connection you were mentioning. I, there's, there's, this is indirect. You know, a lot of this is language, very complicated. What you see in the, in the headlines is an attack, but this could be some sort of effort to reshape the narrative, uh, begin a a culling, uh, if you will, or a a new system of of creating uh, alliances. I, I don't know. Because we're we're in uncharted territory. You have a the focus has been on Ukraine. There's been some focus on Taiwan. Um, there's instability all around the world. The United States is waning geopolitically. Our currency is dying. Uh, the petrodollar is dying uh, by design, by the way. Um, and I think you know this will the, the usual suspects, like you mentioned, like Steve Bannon's and others on the right, will say, "Well, this is because Biden is weak and we right. didn't support." But again, I'm and the reason I opened up and said the first world leader to congratulate Biden was Benjamin Netanyahu. They have close ties. Yeah, it doesn't matter the administration. These are close ties. You're 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 confusing base level fake politics with act actual policy. And the policy of the United States government is an Israeli first policy in the in the Middle East. Right. And uh, this this could open up a wider thing. It, it you know, and hopefully cooler heads will prevail. Prevail. But I don't know. I think you look at the. You know, the, look at the headlines. I'm watching the Twitter threads. There's enough rockets here. That there's, there's no way that this is just a, a splinter group. Or, totally agree. It, somebody had to know. You can't have 2,000. You can't move 2,000 rockets into a civilian area without tipping off Mossad right. or having some sort of intel that went. That this just it wasn't it wasn't acted upon. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. 100 percent, man. Um, and um. Yeah, so um, this is something we're gonna have to keep our eye on because it, it just plays into the lar the larger picture of what's going on, and um, I don't know, I don't know about World War Three, but but 
at this point, right? What the hell, right? What's to stop it? What, what if what if uh, the Taiwan situation pops off too? There's nothing to stop that. <laughs> Who's going to do well, anything about it? You, What's up? What are you going to say? You know, does anybody know the number of suicide bombers in Iraq prior to the invasion of, by the United States? The answer is zero. There was zero in the history of Iraq. There was never a suicide bomber until we invaded Iraq. And and granted, Saddam Hussein killed a million Iranians in the Iran-Iraq war with our help. We had direct linkage. I mean, there's that famous picture of Donald Rumsfeld shaking hands with Saddam Hussein. Yeah, we gave him gas. We gave you know weapons. We gave him munitions, intelligence, training to, to fight the Iranians. Right. The reason we gave him money to fight the Iranians is exactly what you just said: is the linkage between Iran and Russia. Right, right, right. And the Soviet Union. This is during the height of the Cold War, and the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. So that's geopolitics in action. You know, Saddam Hussein used to give twenty five thousand dollars to every suicide bomber, any Palestinian suicide bomber uh, in Israel. Wow. Documented fact, right? So, uh, is that a state sponsor of terrorism? You know, after the fact, perhaps. Um, but I think that's what that's the linkage that it's that's made and. Um, these are about nation states, ladies and gents. It's not about terrorism. In the Middle East, the reason that the United States policy is not really to fight terrorism, it's to destabilize. Chaos is, again, what, what threatens Israel? Look at the Yom Kippur War, 1973. Richard Nixon was like drinking scotch, uh, you know, and, and half drunk when they called him. He said, I was going to drop the big one on you if you invade. I mean, it was the, the Egypt and with their ties to the Soviet Union. And this was stopped by Richard Nixon in 1973. So um, we're looking at a bigger picture here with any kind of attack, with any kind of coordination. In my opinion, this is geopolitical and it ties back to nation states. I agree with you, man. And, and uh, the, the United States, unfortunately, is intimately involved in all of it. You know, and and, and this is something that, that um, I think everybody should look at, even with the migrant situation. You know, people are like, people in New York are, are losing it, right? They're like, oh, there's so many people. They got to go. Oh, like people are protesting. And then all that does is around the nation, people are saying, oh, look, these are these sanctuary cities. They're finally, you know, this is not good for America. But the reason that this is happening is because of America. Plain and simple, it could be proven as to why this stuff, why these migrants are coming here. There's a history behind it. No one talks about what, why they're coming here, Right. No one talks about why Hamas is a thing, right? No one talks about why, why Al-Qaeda was a thing or is a thing or the Muslim Brotherhood, right? No one talks about these things. Or, or if they do, it's in passing. You know, um, th th there is, uh, you know, th there's a resistance, right? Uh, th th there has to be a resistance for people that want to, that want to preserve their way of living and their culture, and people on on our side here, you know, and, and in the alternative media, they, they talk about America first. And yeah, you know, we're American. It should be America first before anything else. But doesn't that give every other nation to take the same stance? Every other people to take to try to preserve their 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 way of life and preserve, you know, their existence, period. And that's when a resistance comes in. So what's the phrase? Tony wouldn't. Tony knows this because Tony knows everything, right? So it, it's it's uh, what is it? One 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 person's terrorist is the next person's freedom fighter, or something like that, right? It's and, one and, terrorist is another person's freedom fighter. Yeah, right. There you go. Don knows everything too, um, <laughs> and it's absolutely true. 
you know, it's absolutely true. So, I mean, we're, 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 oh, Hamas is a terrorist organization. According to who? According to their oppressors, right? According to the people that were responsible for the birth of a Hamas. Just saying. So that, that's why we're here. Um, and the foreign policy of the United States has been uh, uh, atrocious for so long. Um, and now uh, the chickens are coming home to roost, man. What's up, Tony? And then we'll go to Dunn. No, I, I think I think you're right about that. And it's the policy of the United States has been Israel's first policy, as I mentioned. And, um, you know, there's there's been a lot of short sightedness. You look at the Pat Buchanan's mentioned several times in his writings about, you know, when you when you have those Black Hawk helicopters that are repurposed and flying for the Israeli military over over the Gaza Strip, you you and you want to look up and hate the United States. Right. We we fund them. You know, right. that's the, what our foreign aid. What is it? Was it Don three billion a year? I don't even know what it is now, but I but I do know Israel is. Uh, we built them up. I think they're the third most powerful military in the world, right, or four, maybe fourth. And they're all, they're a tiny poached and stamp of a country. Yeah, they have three hundred atomic weapons. Yeah, with without our help, they would be they would have been overrun by the Arabs a long time ago. So if you let the you eugenicists out there who love evolution and survival of the fittest, <laughs> even if you stick Israel in the middle of all those Arabs, without our help, they would have all been slaughtered. Right. There would have been a Holocaust there. And uh that would have because they had no there's no way they could possibly uh defend themselves against all those people. But what happened is we armed them to the teeth, us and, and Great Britain and, and Russia, all, all, all of us wanted them there. And so these poor people had to had to contend with a, a something. I mean, like, you know, let's say all the Unitarians uh, suddenly wanted to take over Guatemala or something. I don't know. It's the same kind of thing. Or what if somebody from another country, let's say uh, some you know sect of uh, Buddhist monks decided that Rhode Island is ours. Yeah. You know, we always had it. It's our land. I mean, how would we react to that? It was wrong. What was done was wrong. And uh, we, we we should acknowledge that, but we don't acknowledge it. We don't. They made a movie in Hollywood. They glorified it with Exodus, all the big movie stars. And of course, the tremendous Jewish influence in Hollywood, it's understandable. But so, you know, I don't know what you can do. We need more people. You know, I, I can't stand the squad or anything. But one thing they could do some good on is Israel. So if you're concerned about people of color out there, there's some people of color over there that have been mistreated for decades. So let's, let's hear something about them. So I'd like to hear more. And the left to its credit, the woke left, the one good position it's made, the one good evolution it's made is uh, that they are pretty much in lockstep with, you know, supporting Palestinians' rights and condemning Israel. Or the right, on the other hand, Pat, Tony mentioned Pat Buchanan, the criticism of Israel that used to exist came from the right, came from people like now the right is like Steve Bannon Donald Trump and uh, there, I don't know that there's anybody on the right that criticizes maybe Ron Paul, but that's yeah, it. Right. And, and so, I mean, there should, you know, somebody, if you can't, if this is any other country in the world doing what they've done over and over again, from attacking the USS Liberty to on and on and on, just things that are, uh, you know, what do they call it? Our special, uh, special relationship, Yeah, special relationship <laughs> we have. So, you know, that's, and it is a special relationship because it's a one-sided relationship. What yes. have we ever gotten out of it? We, we've gotten nothing but hatred from all that and justifiably. So, and Trump made it even worse by uh, naming Jerusalem, the capital, which assured that you know, the Arabs are going to be even more angry, but he got some streets named in Israel. So I guess that's uh, what's important. Right. That is what's important. 100%, you know, and um, the speaker of the house needs, um, 
you know, these these names in Israel, <laughs> Israeli streets named after him, you know, uh, uh, we should transition over there. Listen, listen, this is going to be an evolving story. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about this for quite some time. Uh, this isn't going to go away. Right. It's just like the Ukraine thing. I mean, it hasn't gone away. It's, this is just the latest uh, symptom in a in a in a freaking terminal disease. You know what, what what's going on over there and what's what's happening. It's uh, Hamas just uh, let me see. Hold on for a second. Uh, Israel just bombed another uh, or, or reports reports have come out that they bombed another, another civilian tower and people are dead. Yeah, this is going to be just coming up. Time after time after time. Uh, let's see what develops. We'll, we'll talk more about it as the hour progresses, and probably definitely next week, you know, and, and see see how this takes shape. But now, you know, uh, let's transition over to uh, to Mr. Trump, the Speaker of the House, which which QAnon knew that he was going to be the Speaker of the House for some time. <laughs> Actually, you know what? If if Trump wants to be the Speaker of the House, I don't know if there's anything to stop him at this point. I I don't think it's likely, but it. it it could happen if you wanted to, um, but they're really pushing Jim Jordan, um, and and I don't like that guy. I think he's worse than McCarthy, right? Like, and I I think it's important to note, right? And and Don mentioned the squad on the left. I, I liken the squad to Matt Gates and his people on the right. It's a very small um, uh, group within another group that has different ideas from from the, the the from the main group from the larger group right and and uh a lot of what AOC and 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 the rest of the squad say I, I I don't agree with um but they are very vocal about Israel to a point where they don't it it seems as if it could be a, a total act or whatever I I don't know but it seems as if they don't care what other people think they just get up and say it and I haven't seen that kind of you know, I mean, balls. But Matt Gates is very similar, you know, on the other end. Boy, let me tell you, and I don't like Matt Gates, but Jesus Christ, he 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 just took a complete um advantage of a situation because he doesn't have the numbers behind him in the Republican Party. He just does not. But he sided with the Democrats and got and got McCarthy out. He wanted to get him out, and 212 Democrats said peace because they're not going to vote for this guy, right? And he knew that. And he's like, okay, all we need is a, f- a few of us to get together. How many can we get together? Got eight people, boom, he's gone. Incredible. Incredible what went down. Never happened in, in, in American history before. I think it's worse for Republicans in the Republican Party, personally. I think it's going to throw everything, in, well, everything's already in chaos. It's just going to accentuate the chaos. And And do we want a Donald Trump? Well, I don't want Donald Trump anywhere near any office, but you, if you're a Donald Trump supporter, do you want Donald Trump to be the Speaker of the House and further expose himself to to just give uh, 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 the election over to the Democrats? If you even believe that elections are real, I don't know. What's up, Tony? Yeah, how many angels can dance on the head of a pen? I and mean, we can go over <laughs> like all this. I I I I had to suspend uh, suspend disbelief yesterday on my show. So let's talk <laughs> politics. I know. It's probably a selection. Let's talk mm. politics. I mean, my old wheelhouse. <laughs> so they did something that's historic. Right. They got rid of McCarthy. This this kind of vote has never happened to us to sitting uh, Speaker of the House. I mean, so soon into his term, never, ever happened. And I thought, OK, this is going to be the tell. Republicans do not like power. They do not like to rule. 
They don't like to rule. I mean, look at the states that they control. They don't even implement their own policies half the time. I mean, look at look at Texas with Greg Abbott. His his strongest response to an invasion of the southern border is to bus people to New York. That's the best he can do. And yeah. they, I'm sure they've put that through and filtered through focus groups and took polling on it to see if it was politically viable before they even did it. Probably spent millions. So they don't like to rule. And I think this will be the tell because obviously, I've, I mean, I'm not a Trump guy. But if you wanted to have a piece of the, of the power structure, you would put your guy as third in line to the presidency. You would put your guy out front and give him a platform. But they don't like to rule. Personally, I'm in favor of it, and here's why. It's very – I don't want anything to pass in the next few years. Just leave us alone. You always – especially when it's I – I want it to be so uh, screwed up in Congress. I want it to be the, the, the so polluted that they can't do anything bipartisan. I mean, and that's when they usually screw you really good if you look you – know, something George Carlin mentioned. And like, that's when they get together. Like when it's, when it's a creeching across the aisle, it's like it's not good for the American people. There's yeah. – there's some, they're, they're either taking us to war, they're, they're further bankrupting us. There's there's something baked into it that is bad whenever there's a, some sort of unification. So I don't want unification. I want gridlock. I don't want any bills passed. I want nothing to happen. You've already right. done enough damage. The free market and the system and the states can run everything right. for a while. I, I just I, I would think it'd be good, um, but I don't think that'll happen. It's a it's it's there for the taking. Constitutionally, you don't have to be a member of Congress to be Speaker of the House. It would make total sense, but you don't see anybody really in Congress pushing it, which I think is the tell. They don't like to rule. But with Jim Jordan, it's going to be the same, brother. I, I don't think they'll get anything through. Uh, it'll be a lot more. It'll be a lot smoother. It, it'll be easier. Ten times yeah, smoother yeah. than if it was Trump, and there won't be any cameras on it, and Jim Jordan will do backdoor deals. I mean, Jim Jim Jordan is like a uh, it's like you're going to war with a prop gun. You know, it's like it's like it looks really like it's going to be effective. And then it says right. like uh, for display purposes only when you look down on it. But he's that's a, what but Jim Jordan. He's a sycophant for Trump. You know, yeah. uh, so, so that's what kind of gets me. I, I don't I don't know if they'll get anything done. Uh, I mean, which is good. I, I love your breakdown of it. I, I, I don't want anything to get done. No. So I, I don't. But I, I just think this is worse when it comes to the general election. You know, and uh, if if you believe in, in all of that, what what's going on, Mr. Don Jeffries? What do you think? Well, like Tony, I think the best we can hope for at this time is probably uh, nothing going on. You know, Calvin Coolidge type uh, <clears throat> world where nothing gets done because everything they do is bad. Never, nothing is ever done to improve things. Uh, I don't. This is interesting theater. Matt Gates. I don't know what to think of. Uh, he's now kind of distancing himself from the rest of the Freedom Caucus. Marjorie Taylor Greene and. I understand Lauren Boebert after her, you know, escapade in the in Beetlejuice or whatever. She's kind of she's kind of gone into the background, but uh, so he's kind of a lone wolf now, which is interesting. And uh, I, but I just I don't know if he's just interesting, just disrupting things, trying to make a man, name for himself or whatever, because he's not running himself for for speaker. But the problem is nobody on that House Freedom Caucus, any of the people that we that people who are populists maybe look at as well maybe this is the the best of a sorry lot maybe they're they're, they're say some good things uh i don't think any i don't think jim jordan or any i don't think any of those people have a chance of being who's going to vote for him the democrats aren't going to vote for him and neither are the rhinos so i don't i don't i think that they will either eventually and i hope they matt gates has some principles and he stands down and says no we're not gonna want another mccarthy mitch mcconnell type 
because that's the problem. That's why the Republicans can never be any kind of an opposition party, because they always their leadership is always the same. Whether it's Paul Ryan, John Boehner, McConnell, whatever, they're always the same. They're they, they're just the typical kind of milk toast globalists that go along with whatever the agenda is. There's nobody there that's a partisan at all in terms that represents a you know. So Jordan at least shows some of that in those hearings. I, I that's why I don't think they would let him in there. I don't. I don't know much about Scalise, Steve Scalise except getting shot, but uh, that's about the only thing I know about him. But I have a feeling he's probably not to the Jim Jordan level. I don't know what they're planning to do. I think the best we can hope for, I would love to see it continue. I would love to see Gates have enough influence to single-handedly stop the government from running. I, I want it all to stop. I want it all to, I, I don't want it to be funded. What, what are we funding? I mean, there's not one good thing in that budget. What is it? You know, well, okay, Social Security. I don't want that to stop now that I'm collecting it, but uh, that's it. <laughs> other, other than that, everything mm-hmm. else is, I mean, what, what are we going to find? The, the, the policing for profit, uh, uh, you know, the FBI, the CIA, the, the, the billions for the Ukraine. They're not touching the roads. They're not building infrastructure. They're not doing So I, I, I don't know why. I understand government workers being upset about it because, you know, they, they obviously want to get paid. So they have, they have a, a vested interest, but uh, I don't know what this means. And I don't know. I don't, the idea of Trump as speaker, it's, it's amusing to consider. Uh, it would be almost as great as him being president from prison, but uh, it, it would be interesting as, as on theater. But again, how would, you know, if he somehow got elected to speaker of the house and you know, the, everything's hundred percent rigged because who would vote for Trump as much as he's despised there. I mean, unless some Democrats Democrats had a sense of humor and thought, okay, well, we'll do this and just really just to, to bring it down. I don't, but how how would any Republican there they wouldn't even get they probably wouldn't even get a majority of Republicans to vote for him because so many he's you know he's certainly none of the the rhinos. So exactly where would Trump's support come from? So I think that's you know ridiculous. But I think the same thing for for Jim Jordan or anybody else. I think one of the uh, Liz Cheney is already, you know, one of, one of the one of the biggest rhinos out there has already come out and said, oh, Jim Jordan, there's no way he's going to get elected. So uh, I don't know who they think they're, they're going to be elected, but, uh, you know, maybe they can, uh, you know, have the uh, come up with a hologram of uh, Henry Clay or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Holograms for speaker. Because real people don't matter. Let's do that. Um, uh, I, I think I think Trump can get elected. I, I think that. um that all these Republicans would vote for him because that's the base. And, and uh, a lot of them want to continue right uh, with their political careers. And one of them votes against Donald Trump. It's, it's going to be a problem. So, I mean, and that's why I think Jim Jordan is getting in and not Scalise, even though Scalise is going to get, I don't know anything about that guy first off. Right. Um, but um, it seems as if he's got the establishment behind him. So uh, he should be fine. But Jim Jordan was endorsed by Trump. So I think a lot of people are going to like that puts them in the in the in the driver's seat, in my opinion, with all of this. And and I look at the Vegas odds. Always got to look at the Vegas odds because they know what's going on. Right. And, and Donald Trump has like two percent odds of, of being the speaker. And right now, Jim Jordan is right at the top. You know, so I'm like, I don't know. it looks like it's going to be one of those two guys. Um, and, and there'll be some some Republicans that that will stray from from the main vote. But. But I anticipate the majority of them will go along to get along and get one of their people in there. And that's it. All the Democrats are going to vote for Hakeem Jeffries. It doesn't matter because they have they're in the minority. So it really doesn't matter. You know, um, and, and that'll be it. I think it's going to be one of those two guys. 
And uh, it's, I don't know anything about Scalise, but I know if, if Jim Jordan gets in there, it's, it's going to be crazy to say the least. And, and Matt Gates doesn't stand a chance. He's one that doesn't stand a chance. So he was smart not to, not to run because he wouldn't get any votes. He'd get eight, maybe, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. It. Yeah, everybody, every people are pissed at that dude back backstage. Well, at least that's what they're showing on television. Regardless. Well, and he and he came. I don't know. Again, I don't know what to think of Gage because he came out afterwards and said he was basically against the impeachment of Biden, saying it's all he's saying it's all theater, which it is all theater. Yeah. So he's kind of he's really distanced himself from everyone else. I'm not sure what he's what he's doing because he's becoming like a one man army now. But he made a name for himself, so I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, <laughs> Now people are coming out saying that they saw some some uh, sex tape, some pedophile sex tape that he had that he showed it <laughs> to Congress. It was it was it, it was one of the representatives that said it. I, I'll get it. I'll play it on primetime with Billy Ray Valentine on Sunday, Sunday yeah. night. But he he came out and said nationwide television. Mm -hmm. He said he was, you know, he like he showed us this and he said he takes ED pills with uh, Red Bulls in order to, to, to go all night. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? All right. <laughs> Let's talk about something else that, that might, I mean, the, the, the Israel stuff is serious, right? That, that stuff that's going down is serious. The Speaker of the House stuff is what it is. We know the government's a shit show here, right? But um, things that are going to, I mean, everything's going to affect us, right? But, but uh, Whole Foods, right? My, my, my guy, Joe, Joe Winters, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Sends me a picture from Whole Foods. This is a close personal friend of mine. I know him, right? He lives here in New York. He was in free. He was at Free World NYC, you know. Um, and uh, sends me this picture. He's always going to Whole Foods to to get food. And um, there's a, a credit card scanner, and then there's a palm scanner. <laughs> a literal scan your palm to pay. Now I don't know how this works. I haven't looked it up or anything like that. But Jesus Christ, this he's actually calling me right now. That's hilarious. Um, but but damn, you know, what are we doing here? Like it's it's the uh, and people are going to do whatever this is. People are going to go along with it. They're going to they're going to say, oh, I could just I don't have to carry around those cards. I don't have to carry around a phone to do. Oh, sure. You can scan my palm. This is great. And and there's going to be like a, a history of everything you've purchased. Everything. On July 5th, you purchased a, a, a pie of pizza, um, a couple of Kool-Aids, some beers, uh, and uh, and you pills and Red Bull. And ED pills and Red Bull and Red Bull if you're Matt Gates. <laughs> you know, and, and it's all gonna be there, right? And, and there's gonna be no it's it's the the prison planet has been built for a long time now. Right. It's been it's invisible. It's been around us. But now it's evidence for those that have eyes to see what we're walking into. Completely and totally enslaved, completely and totally controlled, a domesticated, owned population, mind, body, and they hope to get spirit. That's what they want to do. What's up, Tony? Well, slavery is convenient, isn't it? It's how yeah. they build it. It's how they sell it. It's convenient. You want to be part of the system, don't you? You want a passport to get your get your jab right you're going to be able to go to the next county over to go shopping that's how it's that's how it's sold remember oh i see this is the thing about having a memory remember <laughs> um world patent 060606 yeah 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 <laughs> that was the implanted biometric cryptocurrency system developed by microsoft to award you with cryptocurrency tokens yeah. if, for for quote and i'm 
approved activities that's in the world patent 060606. Um, I just think that's part of it. I mean, that's what the controllers want. You look at uh, WorldCoin, Sam Altman, that just they just launched that a few months ago. They give you 50 bucks to give up your biometrics so you can get or $50 worth of whatever you know, world co coin tokens and the power structures that applaud, you know, because they're developing uh, CBDC central mm -hmm. bank, digital currency and uh, Europe, the, the EU is just launching its own token for cross border payments. The consolidation continues. And I think this is what people are going to get inside this grid. There's going to be parallel economies. Right. There's going to be those who trade in physical and those who stay out of that system. And those who are, well, you might, if it's start, you start, start talking about putting in your palm and having things biometrically implanted, you're going into a different territory. Right. And there's, and there's going to be a mass adoption of things like that in the future. And there'll be those who don't. And uh, I think this is when you're going to start seeing like this big schism between uh, internal cultures and subcultures in the United States. Uh, there's just a big push right now. And, and I don't think, you know, if, if nothing had happened in the last three or four years, like it did, like if we just went and continued, I think people would have been a lot more apt to adopt things like this, but there'll be more pushback than there, there would have been uh, because of COVID-1984. I love it. I, I love that. I love, I love that optimism. Um, they, they are it, at least in uh, statistically speaking and in the mainstream, they are talking about how religion of all sorts is dying here in the United States. Uh, I don't know about around the world, but here in the United States, it's, it's, you know, people are not subscribing to a God, you know, um, you know, and, and they, they don't, they don't uh, subscribe to these type of beliefs. And when you don't, uh, you're more susceptible to buy into the B system, right? I have the B system, uh, John and, and, and Wayne, they call it the B system. There's several others here, right. That, that, that do that. But you know what I'm talking about? They're more susceptible to be like, yeah, I'm going to scam my palm to, to buy something. Cause you know, and it's going to be all over. I think, I think you're right tone. I think there's, um, even though some of these people were, were woken up to, to another level of the matrix, there's still some level of awake there, which is great. And, and they are active and they're pumping out stuff on Instagram and on, on TikTok, right? That's the place to go. Instagram and TikTok, go do it now, you know, uh, before they shut that down too, because it, it's turned into what YouTube used to be. You can find everything there. All conspiracies, all, I mean, people talk about whatever and they use all types of videos to prove it, you know? And it hasn't been taken down yet. It's only a matter of time before it does. So, and, and, and people, and they're, they're, it's, it's so genius because the videos are 30 seconds or, or a minute long and they pump them in with stuff. It's like, well, you know, go look at this and, and this is happening. And, it, and people look at it and, and there's a lot of disinformation, but we can use it. We can use it to pump out the real. Right. And I think some people are doing that. And, and that is fantastic. And that speaks to what you're talking about, Tony, because they're using these new mediums that that are ultimately weapons against us. They're turning them around and using them against them, you know, which is fantastic. And this is what's going to bring, you know, uh, awareness to, to some of these issues. And hopefully we can mount uh, a peaceful resistance uh, to to these things. But there's going to be so many people that go along with it, right? And then as as time goes on, 
like 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 it's happened to us you know um like my kids you know and i say this often they they don't know what it's like to live without a cell phone they have no idea you know so that's that's what's going to happen moving forward with palm scans or retina scans or whatever the hell they come up with you know and and that's why i think we have issues and we have problems but i hope we get enough pushback i really hope we do because that's checkmate that 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 is literally checkmate and be oh billy's being blackpilled again no it's it's the freaking truth there's a difference between being blackpilled and 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 the truth and and there's a freaking car coming your way speeding down the highway and you're in the middle of the highway it's not blackpilled to say damn i'm about to get run over by a truck i better move out of the way <laughs> you just see the truck all right and when when you when you when you use your palm to scan for goods that's a giant truck coming down the highway. Move out of the way. Right, what's Especially up, if Senator Menendez is watching. <laughs> <friend. laughs> yeah, Senator Menendez, yeah. <laughs> One of those career uh, criminals. Uh, yeah, no, it's um, no, but it, it, it was funny, Don. Give me a second. It was funny that 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 David Knight, David Knight goes. At least he had the sense to get gold bars. <laughs> he knew what was going on. He's like he probably listens to Tony Arterburn. <laughs> 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 Anyway, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, you, you'd think that um, with all the sci-fi movies we had based on this theme, Minority Report and all that, I, that people would be a little alarmed about something like that because uh, to, to, to use just your palm, that means uh, something's got to be in your palm and plant it in there for it to read it. Otherwise, it's not going to... It's not going to work. So this is, and again, this, these are how many Christians that know about the mark of the beast and uh, the conspiracy people that know about Bill Gates wanting to microchip people. This should be something where uh, everybody would object to it. But I, you know, if they want it to go through, it's going to go through. And I, I think that the same people that are, you know, wearing masks and obeying the COVID stuff unquestionably are going to going to be lining up at Whole Foods where, yeah, I don't even have to carry a card. It's really convenient. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, again, it's laziness, it's it's mental laziness and physical laziness both. But uh, obviously, you know, we're getting we're taking that next step. If we actually start doing that where uh, there and then, of course, it gets to the pit. What about those of us that don't want to have palms, our palms read? And if Whole Foods does it, well, you know, will the, will the rest of the stores uh, follow and you can bet they probably will. Yeah, and absolutely. if and if they do, will it just be optional? I mean, I know, you know, if people want to be ridiculous enough to put chips in them, okay, I think you're dumb, but uh, don't make us do it like the vaccines, even worse than the vaccine. So uh, uh, it would have to be optional. But again, I, I don't, you think millions, many, many millions of people would object to that, but I, I don't know. I, I am black-pilled and uh, I guess people will still get out of the way if a truck comes after them, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there are millions of people that will, you know, will start if they have propaganda that said, you know, actually getting hit by a truck is really good for you. I don't. Maybe if they hear it enough times, uh, you know, I, I think people would do it. You know, they're, they're, hey, I, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I don't disagree with you at all. I think I think you're absolutely right. And and that's the state of of the population today. Yeah. That's the, the state of humanity today. Yeah, we, we, we are we 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 are definitely in the state but anyway um uh tony it will be back um don tell the people where they can find you we're going to go to the chat we're going to talk to the chat real quick before we get out of here but don tell the people where they can find you well they, substack is where i'm i'm about to put out a new piece uh, i'm finishing it up before the show uh, donald jeffries at substack.com it's i protest just like my show 
please subscribe to me there. It's the only place I'm not being uh, shadow banned. I was on uh, Nights of the Storm earlier with Jason Barker and Angus Mustang. Shout to, the, shout to the fam. What's going on? Yeah, shout to, and uh, we uh, <clears throat> you know talked about Masking the Truth, my book, and how it's the most shadow banned book in the world. You, you go to Amazon and you'll see all my books. Out because my ninth book is coming out next month, uh, Pipe the Bimbo in Red, Dean Andrews, Jim Garrison, and the Conspiracy to Kill JFK. And it's about the New Orleans plot, and uh, that's already up there. All my books are there on Amazon except Masking the Truth. It's not listed. It is there, but they don't list it as one of my books. It's listed for $999 on Apple Books. Amazon will, and I hope more people try to review it. Uh, people are trying to review it. They're posting reviews. They don't put it up. And so it's they're doing everything they can. Libraries are, you know, a few of them have, have, have taken it, which is great. So please, if you want to help me, please uh, try to break the algorithm. Try to post your reviews, not just on Amazon, but Barnes & Noble and Goodreads, places maybe they won't censor it there, but try to get your libraries to, right. to uh, accept it. But that's that's what I – my main focus is on that right now because it's uh, it's an important book, and they are shadow banning it like uh, you would not believe. No, I, I, absolutely, man. And, and to your point that you made about it being optional, the, the palm scanning, I just, it, just, it just came into my mind. It's going to be optional. Uh, but, but everything is optional for some time, right? Like, uh, like yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, we, we, we still have flip phones that are, are serviced, you know, so it's optional. You don't have to get a smartphone, but they'll stop servicing those phones after a while. Yeah. You know, they'll just phase them out. Um, same thing with cash, right? It's, it's option. You can still use cash, right? Um, but now we're we're having the cashless stores and they're being eased in. So the cash is being phased out. Right. Um, same thing. This is what they're going to do with with the, the palm reading, the palm scanning, the palm reading. <laughs> with, the, with the palm scanning. It's the same thing that what the, the, that they're going to do. Uh, eventually, you, you won't be able to buy anything, but they're not going to make it blatant. They're not going to make it. Damn, like tomorrow. 5 p.m. You won't be able to buy anything unless you have your chip in your palm or whatever it is. It's going to take time. It's going to be about 10, 20, 30 years. And all of a sudden, there'll be nothing. That's it. Think about email. People fought email. Everybody has an email now. You can't operate without one. If you want to work in corporate America, right? Cell phones, the same thing. Everyone has a cell phone. Yeah. Everyone does. And, and these were things that were pushed against in the Television is the same thing. And people looked at people that, that were anti-TV as if they were freaking crazy. Everybody has at least one television in their home if you live in the United States, right? You know, even in third world countries, people got TVs now. Like, it's just the way it is. And, and uh, that's, that's what I see happening with these, uh, with these palm reader thingies. Um, not a good deal, man. Not a good deal at all. Did I send you guys that picture? I don't know if I did or didn't. Did I put it in the chat, the America Unplugged chat? I don't think so, Ben. I'm going to send it to you guys as soon as we get off the air. And, and uh, I'll show it to you guys next week or, or on primetime. I'll show it on primetime on Sunday. Doing primetime with Billy Ray Valentine on Sunday. I wasn't around last Sunday, but I will be this Sunday. So uh, come tune in. We'll talk about uh, uh, the speakership. I want to talk about this this uh, Palm thing a little bit more. And there's a couple of other things that I want to hit. Um I don't I don't have them on, on, on my head right now. But Hillary Clinton said that uh, Trump people need to be reprogrammed, which I thought was interesting as hell to listen to. So we might get into a little bit of that. Tony Arterburn, uh, closing thoughts and uh, tell us where they can find you. Yeah, one day you're able to smoke on an airplane and then now you can't bring shampoo. So that's right. uh, that's the <laughs> sequence of losing your freedom. Um, right. 
You can find me at arterburn.news and wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. As a matter of fact, I got customers in the front. That's what I. That's why I got off the stream because I had some a family here waiting for me. So I'm going to jump jump off after we do the uh, closing music. Uh, don't worry about it. Go, man. I'll take care of it. Go, go do, go do your thing right now. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate you, man. Go say what's up to the to, to the nice people that are there. I'll take care of the closing. Okay. Right. Take it easy, nice buddy. Thanks. There, Thanks, goes, there goes Tony Arterburn. I, I do want to shout out the chat, Don. Can we do that? Sure. Okay. Uh, you want me to tell uh, YouTube? We got Liz the Iron Maiden from far away. How you doing? Harps from far away. Uh, Ray Band. Ray Band, I think, was real grouchy today. I think he sports Ooh. Israel or something. <clears throat> Deborah Wheeler, my buddy who's reading the Unreals and loves Riley. John Bassaglone. Our boy Vince and Magnelli is good to see him here. Doug Grosh. Uh, let's see. Uh, I see we have Chris. Chris. Hey, Yaka, how you doing? Chris uh, Buckin was here, and uh, so he, he must have heard we were talking about Israel. So Chris Buckin's here. I think that's Felix, I think, is here. But uh, those are the main ones there. All right. I, I follow you on Instagram, Yaka. Good good, good stuff. Uh, eatwild.com. Go check that out, man. Uh, mm -hmm. Yaka does good work over there. What's up? How you doing? It's a, it's a, it's an honor that you're listening here into America Unplugged. The Real McCoy is here. What's going on? Angus Mustang is here as well. What's up? Assyrian girl, greetings and blessings. Tom Cooper, TMP, what's up to the crew over there? What's going on with number six, Jason Barker? Oh, my buddy Chris Graves. Uh, pray for yes. Chris Graves. Please. Yes. Um, man, just 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 pray pray for Chris, man. If anybody knows what's going on, yeah, and text him. He's in the hospital. Text text him. He still can get texts. Uh, text him, and and he'd love to hear from you that you're thinking of him, and you can right. you can also send. If you're so inclined, he, I'm sure he would be very much in need of something at PayPal or whatever. If you have those, he's posted that stuff many times before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if, if you can uh, donate, go ahead. He, you know, it's it's not a good situation. Go go hit the hit the dude up. Uh, we we think uh, he'll he'll come out of it. But uh, let's let's uh, let's pray for him at the very least. If you can contribute monetarily, go ahead. If you can, I know it's tough. Times are tough. Uh, Angus Mustang is in the chat. That's my dude. What's up, Angus? Um, Steve Swan is there. MJ Nichols, what's going on? How you doing? Good to see you here in the chat. I, I, had, a, I had a brief conversation with him over on Guard Goldsmith Show. Guard was here. What's up, Guard? How are you doing? Guard does an excellent job over there at Liberty Conspiracy. Mr. Wayne McCroy was here. The Alchemical Tech Revolution. I just had him on the fringe. That episode's going to go up soon. Uh, uh, Angry Tiger as well. What's going on? How you doing? Um, let me see what else we got here. Uh, now it's just repeating and I know I'm going to miss some people. Uh, let me see. Oh uh, gosh. A Syrian girl. I don't know if I said her already, but uh, I'm happy that she's here adding her perspective as usual. Um, I saw Colin Wysong real quick. What's going on, sir? How are you? Um, and that's it. I, if I miss anybody, there, there's a lot of you chatting. If I miss somebody, I am sorry. Um, I, I will try to, uh, get everybody next week and uh and we can discuss my name is billy ray valentine uh i do a, a podcast called the infinite fringe go check it out infinitefringe.podbeam.com the infinite fringe on apple podcast and of course america unplugged right here every saturday 12 p.m eastern with tony arderburn the wisest of all the wolves and mr don jeffries the legendary uh on the rockfin channel and on americaunplugged.com and you can find america unplugged anywhere you find podcasts so go out and do that please support give us a rating ton of you listen and we we, we want the ratings to reflect uh, of the people that listen so please if you haven't done so already go ahead and do so uh, that would be fantastic liz the iron maiden what is going on hey 
freeworld.fm to launch November 4th. That's the date. Everybody's going to get an email very soon that's involved. And uh, and if we haven't solidified a time for you guys, hit me up. I know I'm the worst. I am the worst. I get it. Hit me up, though. We, we're going to do it. Um, on the email, you guys are going to have um, more options than just me. So you can go reach somebody else that can help you. Uh, shouts to Josh Corey. Um, and Primetime with Billy Ray Valentine. Come check it uh, Sunday night at um, 7 p.m. Eastern. I, I, I've, I've invited Mr. Guard Goldsmith to join me so we can talk about the college debt situation. He and I are on different sides of it. We both mean we both come from the same place, but we have gone different ways on this. And I, I want to explain it to him to see if he sees my side or not. And I want to learn from his perspective because he's so smart and he gets it. So I want to I want to talk to him about it. So hopefully he can make it. We don't know if he can or he can't yet. And uh, and we'll get into more of this stuff as well. What's going on in Israel and uh, everything else. All right. We're getting up out of here. No closing music today. I mean, I guess I could play something. What can I play, Don? What do you got? You you have a you have a. I won't back down. Is it out there? <laughs> we, we can get it in just a second. Yeah. Talk to the people real quick. Tell them something while I queue it up. Okay. Well, Ray Ban says he's uh, he's through with us or whatever. I guess after this. Hey, look, man. Sorry, oh, man. I call it like it is, man. I and I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, you know hanging my hat on Palestinians, but I defend uh, I defend the little guy everywhere, and the little guy in that case is definitely the Palestinians. It's not Israel. So uh, it's just, you know, I don't like people being mistreated wherever they're mistreated. They've been mistreated. They don't have a homeland. Land was stolen from them and uh, they're still being uh, attacked whenever they try to fight back there. Uh, you know, they're being called terrorists. So right. I'm sorry about that. That's just, that's uh, my, my view. Interesting. So no, 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 absolutely. And, and the thing is, right. And, and, and uh, I, I get a lot of this. I think I get more of it than anybody on the panel here on America Unplugged. And I understand why. Right. My my um, my perspective is different. Right. But the 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 goal of America Unplugged, when we put this show together, when when Don and I started doing the show, it was to, to give different perspectives on what's going on. Right. And and, uh, and an informed one, but a different one. And it, it's not it's not for anybody to get offended. It's not for any. And, and that's part of the Cambridge Analytica operation, by the way. You know, it, it's it's embedded in people to to get offended at, 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 uh, opposite, opposite, um, opinions, opposite views, you know, um, or, or attacks to their figurehead. That's according to them. It's not, a, it's not according to me, right? Chris Wiley, go check that out. Right. Um, and, um, but we're, we're presenting different viewpoints. I have a different viewpoint than Don. Don has a different viewpoint than Tony. Tony has a different viewpoint than us too. Even though Don's and Tony's opinions are closer aligned to mine. You know, they're all different. Right. And just because you hear something that you don't like, you know, I mean, you're welcome to not listen to the show ever again. That's fine. If that's the if that's what you show, so choose to do, you know, but um, if you listen to an opinion that you don't like, just take it and learn from it. Either take it and 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 um, discredit it. Right. And, and 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 throw it back at us and say, hey, hey, Billy, here's why I think you're wrong. And I'd love to hear you out, you know, and and then and then I'd, I'd come back with a retort to that. Right. Or or. Don, here's why I think you're wrong. Or maybe just take it and maybe adjust your own worldview. Well, maybe I'm looking at things from a different, a different perspective. But but a lot of people get triggered, you know. So um it is what it is. 
Uh, and I'm sorry. Who was that? Ray, Ray, Raybo's Raybo's ghost. Ray Ben. He's got a million names now. Ray Ben. But oh, and I'm sorry. I missed Karen Carper. Sorry, I missed uh, seeing you. Uh, I, I forgot you went as well. And Vince, yes, uh, Vince Agnelli. We will be doing lunch this Tuesday. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Vince Agnelli. <clears throat> hey Vince, come on next week if you ain't doing nothing. I think you're paying too, Vince. I think. Okay. Ah, uh, Vince. <laughs> When I go down there, both of you are going to pay. I'm not paying. Okay. I'm the yeah. guest. Yeah. 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 So, so right. both, both of you are going to pay for me. Um, can't wait to do that, actually. I want to do that. I want to do that before the year's up. I'm going to get to have lunch with Mr. Vince Agnelli and, and Don Jeffries. Uh, um, who did I miss? Ann Chris was in the chat. What's up, Ann? How you doing? Um, and I know I know I missed other people. I just don't want to go without saying goodbye. But uh, it's not goodbye. We'll be back next week, Lord willing. Lord willing, Don, we're going to play it out. Ready? Yep. All right. Take it easy, guys. Love you. Amen. Don't burn the place down while I'm gone. <laughs> Bye-bye.